journey of epic proportion. It's going to be an exciting adventure. A journey so out of mind that it borders on the insane. next word that comes out of your mouth better be some brilliant fucking Mark Twain shit. Because it's definitely getting chisel on your tombstone. Um, we are back, baby. We are fucking back. Don't say we didn't warn you. I'm drinking Kool-Aid jammers like I did when I was nine Cause I like to pretend that I haven't lost a time In the end, the nostalgia though it tastes fine I can only drink a couple cause it feels like a lie We play Halo and we lay low In our basement until the sun began to rise Week two of the NFL season and of our version of a, a a live stream watch. That's pretty much how it's going, I guess. Because I didn't even upload last one last week into the podcast because I forgot to hit record on Reaper last week. So if you want to watch it, it is on it is on YouTube and it does sound good. We sound good, but we did not pick as well in our games as I thought we would have. But you did win. You did beat me. I'll take week one. What you? What was it? Eight and six against seven and seven. Yeah. And we didn't even go. didn't even pick against the spread, so I'd be a shitty gambler. Which, by the way, is wrong. Did you? Didn't you say October twelfth? October fifteenth. Okay. See, I looked it up, and you're right. It's the fifteenth. October fifteenth, you can start legally losing money. Uh, and I'm on board. Nicole <laughs> did not like. That I said that, but she said because I don't know enough about it. And I said, well, I didn't know anything about stock market either, but you let us throw some money in there. So I'm going to do it. And the uh, people who have watched, you see that there's a Chicago Bears flag over there now. So that's gorgeous. And uh, Amazon, just you can see how they have enough money to build their own space program because there's nothing that's not on Amazon. I love it. Oh, yeah, you can buy, like, a bunch of bananas, a football, a stapler, and some medicine. And just Amazon's like, yeah, that'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> so the fl- I ordered both of us a flag, and they're, or- they're from the same company, and yours comes tomorrow. Mine came today. I don't know if it's... Steelers probably higher demand. So <laughs> shouldn't they fans. care? They should, they should have more on, <laughs> s- more on hand. Uh, let's see. So we, we watched... We watched our games. Uh, your fucking your Steelers won, and uh, that was essentially the difference in our. Because uh, I took I took the Bills. Didn't you take the Bills? Wait. No. Right. We we. That was my upset of the week last week. It's the Steelers, so one for one of my upset. So I'm gonna hopefully get one, get a bold call this week, pull it out again. Have you ever had liquid death? At your house. That's like that. Yeah. Remember we did, the, we did the blind taste test with That's like right. five different waters. Uh, and it did win, and tap water was last. So it's it was correct. Now this game, it's Thursday night, so the game's just getting underway. Uh, a true, this is a, a true all-star game here. The, the Washington football team, the New York Giants. Um. Over under and this one is what? It's uh, Washington is minus three point five. 
in Washington, which is essentially three points is the home, the, the standard points. Uh, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Oh, first. It's, it's the it's the football team for me. I understand Fitz, Fitzy's down, but I think the defense is going to be way too much for uh, Daniel Jones and the gang. Daniel Jones actually last week targeted 16 different players on his 37 attempts. Showing that they have no one he trusts <laughs> in particular. And I don't – so Saquon's on my fantasy team, but I don't see him doing any better this week really than he did last week because the front seven in Washington is – And I don't know if he's truly healthy. I think he might be decoy mode right now because um, he only got 10 carries last week, and he and Booker had some work. So I didn't know if he was just decoy. Oh, that was a nice pick. Man, that was – I'm with you. I'm I'm wa- I'm Washington. This is three point five. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna win by a touchdown. Oh yeah, I I think it could get ugly. Let's see. So we both. Do, I want to write this down because I had to listen to the podcast last <laughs> week. Let's see, M and Z. We both picked Washington. You know, I like Heineke. I didn't realize he was—he's been in the league like this is his seventh season, I think. Yeah. So he's not done anything his whole career. Nope. A career bencher. And now, since it's a one o'clock game, we're going to talk about my Bears versus the Bengals. First, over under, how many? Do you, how many snaps do you think Justin Fields takes? Behind center, under center, uh, seven. So you think he takes? I would, I would guess like five of those are in the red zone. All right, I'm gonna say ten. I'm, I guess it's more of a hoping thing, <laughs> just because. Now, now ask me how many he should take. How many should he take? All of them. All of them. All, all of them. The, the Matt Nagy <coughs> is just trying to extend his career as a coach by one more season. He knows that if he doesn't play fields, it's like his ace up his sleeve, that he can come back and be like, well, I drafted my guy. I eased him in. He was on the coaching staff when um, Mahomes was sitting behind Alex Smith, and that's his, like, trump card. Is he's like, remember how Mahomes turned out? That's that's what I envisioned for fields. Let me go next year. And he's just – because they'd be better with fields now. If that's the case, like you can say it's his, his Mahomes case and Alex Smith case, but he, he already put him in. In the red zone mm-hmm. and scored a rushing touchdown, and had a laser of a nine-yard pass. I, I think I think he's gonna keep I think he's gonna keep using him as a red zone weapon to appease the people of Chicago, and be, and because he's better, he's gonna try to win games. But he's not gonna hand over the reins, barring Dalton being absolutely terrible. He wasn't. He wasn't good. And he wasn't good. Although I did see, you know, I follow Bears Twitter. It really looks like a lot of it was failed execution by the people. Like, Matt Nagy wasn't the problem. It seemed like a lot of it was execution by throws from Dalton. A, a beautiful reverse play call for a, a reverse handoff to Marquise Goodwin, who had a beautiful lane to rush it. 25 yards, just wide open, and he tried to cut it outside and two-yard loss. A lot of play. Montgomery showed out. Ooh. He looked like the best player on the Bears. He and he's not, but he looked like it. He might be second best, though. He might. 
Find Khalil. Is Khalil the best? Y- yes. History says yes, but he didn't touch the quarterback last week. That's true. Bojack disappeared. Like it was an embarrassing game to watch. It was a Bears game. To, to watch Stafford throw that bomb and no one decides to touch. So then you think the best is A-Rob? Overall, probably until Fields take over. He's a pure, because of his athleticism, Justin Fields will be the best player on the field. He'll be the fastest player on the field. And he can throw the ball 65 yards. Definitely the most important player on the field. Yeah, he had the number one position. So we both took Washington on this one. I don't I don't see Barkley having a huge season. I don't think he's gonna hit his stride until like week seven or eight. So I think the do- the I think the Giants are gonna suck and I think they're gonna regret that they traded with the Bears to draft fields because I don't think uh Danny Drops is it. No, I'm not a believer in Danny Dimes myself either. Um so do you take the Bengals or the Bears? I'm taking the Bears because I think they're they're in they're at home. I think the crowd's gonna be enough to help and I God, I hope they can execute. Yeah. And then it spreads what, three and a half in favor of the Bears? Two and a half. Two and a half. Um I'll t- I'll take the Bears. Um, I think that their defense, even though they ranked so poorly last week, I just think that Cincinnati's a different animal than the Rams. And who knows? The Rams could be. I think they're going to be good. That, they could win the West, and that's a tough division. The Seahawks look fucking good, though. But like we talked about, we think that Fields should be starting over Dalton because quarterbacks are important, even marginal, even if they're only marginally better. And Stafford's better than Goff. And I don't know how you quantify that. When they have the weapons, they do. And the defense, they do. Stafford's better, and that's that's not close. There's, well, he could throw it downfield. He was Mahomes before Mahomes with his weird ass angles of throwing, his badass comebacks. Every every couple of weeks, it looks like um, Instagram or Twitter or Facebook is posting the early in Stafford's career when he separated his shoulder and he's like, "Oh, I can still throw," and he goes and leads a comeback and throws a touchdown. Like he's just been that guy for so long. <laughs> such a shitty team I think they're doomed I think the Lions might truly be cursed like the Cubs curse because they have elite players some of the greatest of all time between Barry Sanders and Megatron and they garbage (laughs) they both wanted to leave and then retired instead of playing there anymore can you imagine that two of the greatest players in NFL history and and in my opinion I mean wow I, I would say I think Barry Sanders is the best running back ever right now, at least up there. And then Calvin Johnson's arguably the best receiver ever. And to have those two talents not win games <laughs> and those two guys decide to just call it quits because they can't play there anymore is got to be awful. It's uh, impressive. It's impressively bad. Yeah, but I'll give them their – they stick to their kahunas and they're like, just retire then. They could have got a haul for both those guys. For both. And – Megatron has said he's willing to squash the beef for apparently one point six million dollars. <laughs> I wonder what he, who he owes money to that like it's such a number. For one point six million, yeah, it's really precise. We're okay. L- look at the Giants just march right down the field after I picked against them and th- said there's yeah. no way their offense Same is going to win the ball. I got Shepard. I I benched him. He killed it last week, and I just kept him on the bench. But my. my I'm worried about the Bears' offensive line. 
they don't have another tackle left. They signed him to the practice squad today. It's not going good. It's not going good, guys. Uh, next game. Uh, Pats at Jets. The Patriots are six-point favorites. Uh, I'll go first on this one. This is a suck bowl to me. It's. I didn't like Mac Jones when he played in college. Between him and Tua, didn't like either one of them watching Alabama. Zach Wilson, I think, is one of the most overhyped, gonna blow it quarterbacks. I don't think he has it. I don't know. It could be, I don't know if it's the Mormon BYU shit <laughs> that just like turns me off tremendously. I know. Oh, he's got a live arm. Yeah, this is a Mormon school. I don't, I don't <laughs> care. Even with the spread in New York, I'm taking the Patriots because the Jets are bound to suck. Yeah, I'll, I'll take. I'll take the Pats as well. I think Mac looked pretty good last week, and they hung with the Dolphins, who I think are much better than the Jets. I, I don't believe in the Jets right now. Their offensive line is a mess. Do they even have any playmakers for? They have Corey Davis, who looked really good in Week One. Why did they let Robbie Anderson go? Because he wanted an extension, uh, like a raise. Um, I believe he was traded. At one point, why would he is a playmaker? Because screw Sam Darnold, like fucker, yeah, by. fuck everybody else. <laughs> Just yeah, Adam Gase. Don't don't try to make sense of what Adam Gase did while he was there. He's got. I think Gase has that same mentality that it seems like. Um, Josh McDaniels has like I'm the smartest in the room, and I'm going to show you why. So mm-hmm. I'm going to put. At if, if people blame it on this player, I'm going to say, see ya. McDaniels, I mean, he at least backs it up. <laughs> Adam Gase, he was a Dolphins uh, coach, if you remember, for yeah. a while. Tannehill. Tannehill looked useless, terrible. Now Tannehill, statistically, the last like, 11 games has basically been like Mahomes. But he has the highest rated quarterback over the last few seasons or something. Yeah, and then now Sam Darnold, I mean, didn't look great, but he's 1-0 without Adam Gase. 1-0. <laughs> Win. How many he played for? He played for what, three seasons with. He couldn't or he four. Couldn't have won very many games in the Jets. I don't so. think he won twelve. Yeah. Boy, Chase Chase Young is a monster. Oh, that's not fair. See, uh, oh. that's a not. It's an unfair penalty. Lord's party is trying to not do that. But when you're such a freak athletically, like you're it's it's held against you when you play mm-hmm. well. Oh, let's see. So we're so right now we're the same. We're both on the first three picks. Well, no one's picked an upset yet either. <laughs> we're going pretty much by the book so far. Broncos at Jags, six point favorite for Denver. Six. Oof. But also Denver for me, <laughs> I, I, I think I think that Lawrence is gonna have a year where he throws like thirty touchdowns and like eighteen picks, twenty picks. He's gonna have a Jameis Winston season, huh? He's gonna chuck it. I I think that Urban Meyer is like knows they're not gonna win, and he's like, all right, let's just teach Lawrence how to throw in the NFL on the fly. Just throw it. Danny drops rushing it 
Be good. Be good. They didn't call it. No call in the field. Five seconds. They have it in six seconds. Okay. Hey, touchdown. My upset of the week. We're going Jags. Wait. Was it Bridgewater that we talked about last week that is just underrated? It is, so never mind. Never mind. Not Jags. I'm going Denver. I always mix up some of the, the black quarterbacks. I don't know. <laughs> Between Bridgewater, Jameis. Who's the Tyrod. Tyrod. I mix up Tyrod and Bridgewater a lot. Yeah, they're both probably about league average players. Right, and it's, I don't know, it's because they're both lanky, skinny guys. It just throws me off. We'll take, yeah. I'm going to roll Denver because I, li- I like Bridgewater. I I thought he was, the season he tore his ACL with the Vikings, I thought he was going to be it. And I was like, this guy's well, fucking. And how bad is Jacksonville's defense? They got rolled by Houston, who I don't think right. is a functioning NFL team. So we'll see if they are or not this week. Yeah, the, the, triple, the triple A Texans. Okay, next, Buffalo Bills, Miami Dolphins, three-and-a-half-point favorite for Buffalo. And, and again, I, I'm going to go with the favorite again, Buffalo. I think coming off that loss, they're, they're going to be pushing hard. I mean, not that you don't try every time, but there's just no way that they're going to go. I just don't see Buffalo going 0-2. No, I, I see Buffalo. This is like a true redemption game. I yeah. think it's they're going to be trying to – And I think that – Miami's defense, why it's good, I don't think it's the Steelers' defense. And I think that the Steelers' defense really messed things up for Buffalo in that game. Like, Josh Allen didn't – people are already saying that, you know, Josh Allen maybe isn't as good as he was last year. Mike, he's played one game against a really good defense. Like, Who just plays smart, stay-at-home defense. Yeah. Like, pump the brakes a little bit. No one's saying – well, I guess people are saying about Rodgers, too. And he lost it. He didn't care about the game. He didn't play all off season, and now they're saying that he just doesn't have it anymore. The MVP. <laughs> people said Derrick Henry's washed now. Like he had two thousand yards. That's one game where the offensive line gives up, you know, six sacks, five by one guy. He doesn't run the ball particularly well in a game where they're getting destroyed. And everyone's like, he's washed. Speaking of, I heard Chandler Jones officially requested a trade. <laughs> what a time to do it. And he's peaked. What? I'm taking a break. What isn't Snoop in? This guy's a marketing savant. He's in. He's a Twitch streamer playing video games. Corona commercials. Like a Raider spokesperson. He's Pop star, rap star, gang member. He's had a couple uh, game shows yeah. on TBS, I believe, and I didn't even know they did. Oh, that's right, with Burt Kreischer. Who he got to drink all the free liquor death he wanted, dude. You know what? I was in on wafers. It's a sponsor I would love to have. I drink a lot of liquid death. Probably six or seven twelve packs a month. It adds up. That's sad. Okay. So we we've we're, we're aligned so far, every pick. Niners at Philadelphia. This could be our one that would differentiate that. Uh, this. Mm. 
you picked Buffalo first last time. I'll go. Niners are three point favorites. I'm ta- I'll take Philadelphia. Yeah, I'm. That's your upset. I, I'm, t- I'm taking the Niners. I, I want Philadelphia to be good. I have Miles Sanders in every fantasy league this year. Have a lot of Jalen Hurts, but until they do it against a defense that's not the Falcons, <laughs> it's gonna be hard for me to trust Falcons. Past defense is terrible. The Falcons have not been a defense in eons. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'll that'll be be one that'll be different for us. I'll t- I'll take the Niners. How quickly do you think Trey Lance plays? How many games? Um, assuming he's truly healthy now. I mean, he did play a snap and threw a touchdown. Um, it's hard. I mean, they won. They won pretty easily. I know the Lions came storming back <laughs> at the end, but. The game wasn't particularly close until then, so it's hard to bench people when you're losing or winning games. Um, I'll say like week s- six. Give them time to lose a game. Or give them time to lose like two or three games, and then it'll be next time. I don't think he starts till like week twelve. Depends how well. Yeah, I guess it really depends if they win. And I think they'll be winning, so I don't think they'll bench Jimmy because he doesn't look bad. All right, put. You know, split the difference and put it on the board. Week nine's a tie. Anything under week nine? No, I over, win. over under Trey Lance start. Yeah, over under. We got a nine. Nine's a tie. And then you got over week nine. I got under week nine. Speaking of an update on the fir- our first board bet. This season, Deontay with a whopping 36 yards in week one, but still up one on the 35 yards put up by Allen Robinson. So basically, we'll do the regular 16-game season and just decide. <laughs> and you'll spot me the yard. That's fucking garbage. I can't believe it. Boy, the Bears' offensive attack was bad. To have four, three players that run a sub four four forty at their in their combine times, and to not throw but one pass over fifteen yards—that's sad. That's sad. That's just atrocious. All right, so we now ha- I have a s- split there. Finally, we're not picking the same. Rams at Colts. Rams. I don't. Bl- I'm not believing in the Colts like you do. I was heavily on the Seahawks last week. I think the Rams might be better than the Seahawks. I mean, it that offense be. looked ridiculous. They look strong. I just don't think the Colts secondary is equipped to handle that. I mean, they c- they couldn't stop Russ. I don't think they're gonna stop Stafford either. Weird. We align on that one. And Jalen Ramsey will shut down whoever the Rams decide is the number one wide receiver on the Colts right now. <laughs> Who do they have? I mean, they have Michael Pittman, Zach Pascal, and Paris Campbell. Yeah, so Pittman missed one touchdown, like 14 catches or something last yeah. season. So wha- whoever whoever the Rams decide to completely remove from the game will be gone. <laughs> See, Carson was getting the shit kicked out of him last week. What, he got like 14 hits or something on him? He's going to start seeing – he's going to start hearing footsteps. Uh. All right, this, one, this one's for you. Raiders and Steelers. Steelers. 
I, I, it's going to be hard for me to pick against the Steelers for a very long time after that. I mean, the defense looked unstoppable. I, I, Darren Waller had 19 targets on Monday night. I hope he has 19 targets on Sunday because Pittsburgh's going to remove him. So I hope they're throwing it in his direction because they don't have any other weapons that Pittsburgh's going to be overly concerned with. Chucky said he's never seen a football player like Darren Waller. <laughs> I'll take I'll take Oakland and fuck it, especially with the. So if we're going, o- if Oakland's we're not even a football team. <laughs> it's the Las a Vegas Raiders now. Yeah, that's right. You're right. It's always going to be the Oakland Raiders to me. Yeah. Um, if it's. Especially against the spread, I'm I'm taking the Raiders. It's five and a half. Their car, I. He's gonna hit that uh, top ten. He's so he's he, he's Mister Between Ten and Twenty for most of his career. I think he's due to crack the top ten. As far as efficiency, touchdown yards, I just don't like John Gruden. I think he is the biggest problem. We'll find out. It's going to be interesting. I, I think that it's going to be a nightmare for Derek Carr because their offensive line isn't very good this year, and Pittsburgh only blitzed Josh Allen on 3.7% of snaps last week <laughs> and got consistent pressure. So I, I feel like we're going to be snapping at people in the backfield. That level of percentage, what is that, three plays? Two plays. Two, yeah. On, we blitzed on two snaps last week. I think Josh Jacobs, Josh Jacobs had a sore toe. You just don't have you just don't have to bring it when you got, you know, Watt and Ingram and Highsmith and Hayward and you don't have to bring the house. Those they guys get through just fine. And there's, you know, got Minka someone up there can just mm-hmm. ball hawk wherever. Joe Hayden. I mean, the this defense is good, and I've been th- I've luckily got to enjoy a few different good Steelers defenses in my. It does make me hate you a little bit. The Bears had a good defense during my lifetime too. Yeah, but we also and had Tevin the sh- and the shittiest offense in NFL history for the well, greater part of my life. <laughs> but you went to the Super Bowl with the most fun special teamer of all time. That's true. He should be on the Hall of Fame. He is in the Hall of Fame. He, is he? But is he? He's he been voted elected. in this year. Oh, okay. Well, I missed that. Yeah. Look me by many times. I've been, but I no no special teamer had been elected in like returner, and I was like, he he needs to be. He was electric. Now, now I'm questioning if that's true. I remember my my favorite quote I ever heard is it said, "You don't ask a woman if she's pregnant, you don't <laughs> eat gas station sushi, and you never kick the ball to Devin Hester." <laughs> and I was just like, "Yeah, that all makes sense." I've never had gas station sushi, but does that? What about like Publix sushi? Publix is fine. Publix is Publix is bougie. Let's be honest. <laughs> I not all of us can afford to shop at Publix for our groceries. I do love public sushi, though. Some of it. All right, so this two now that we disagree on. I'm either going to fall further behind. I've also picked all favorites, so I need to get I'm gonna need to get enough set in here at some point. It's not going to be this one. Texans at Browns. You're Browns, right, it's not gonna be this 12 one. and a half point yeah, favorite. It's not going to be this one. It's the Browns. I don't think the Texans are a real team. I will be rooting for the Texans, obviously, as a Steelers fan. How much does it suck for the Texans? Like Everyone's like, oh, they're going to go winless. First game, they beat the shit out of the Jags. <laughs> and now, they're double-digit underdogs. Like, the NFL, sh- you should never be... You should never have a double-digit deficit I mean, in the betting lines. It's the equivalent of being the University of Kentucky and then being like, <laughs> you can't win the SEC, and then you beat the crap out of 
Appalachian State Tech Poly Institute of Technology University for women. Like, for women. <laughs> it's not good. It doesn't mean anything going into next week two against Bama. Like, <laughs> that's fair. If we're only betting, we, we because we're not betters right now, we're just picking who's going to win. Against the line, I could almost say the Texans because, man. Oh, yeah, I could see it. Ty- Tyrod looked good. 12 is big. That's a lot of I points. Mean, that's a lot of points for any game. Of course, the Bears lost by 20. Speaking of, <laughs> I saw that the Chiefs are 1, 10, and 1 against the spread in their last 12 games. That's because they keep getting picked by so much, right? Yeah, That's remarkable, though. They, they're not like a bad team that's just getting obliterated. Like People just want to bet on Mahomes, so the line becomes inflated. And then, but then at the same time, like if you said, oh, the they're favored by 10 against Baltimore, I wouldn't want to bet against Mahomes still, even though it's pr- pr- I know it's too much. It's just I couldn't help it. Yeah, they don't they don't turn it on until the fourth quarter, until the game's like, oh, right, I guess we're going to play now. It's just scary. Can you imagine how good, uh, to be that good of a team, it's like, all right, now we're going to play, I guess. Even against Cleveland. <sighs> this is the worst. Who's down? I didn't even see. It looks, it looks bad, like full-blown cart and... I was. Stretcher. I don't think I told you. I was at the game in Cincy. That was uh, Shazier's last game. That who's Ryan Shazier? Oh, the, the I was neck, there huh? for the hit, and you could just hear the oxygen sucked out of the stadium, and it was awful. Yeah, I mean, it was just a, a, a horrible thing. And then I'm in the stadium, and I'm like trying to get reception on my phone to see if he's like you know alive. And yeah, they're like pull say, up the stream or something. Yeah, and they're saying that they're pulling him to the hospital, and he was going to the ICU. And like, I was like, wow, that's not a normal football injury. I wasn't even worried about that dude playing football again. And I just wanted him to be healthy. He's it walking now, impressively. It's weird when you see him like years on down the line. Like, oh, this guy's an elite athlete, like truly elite. And then you have to watch him walk like oh. a newborn. Yeah, he was one of the best linebackers in football, and then like couldn't walk, like. That's why fundamental tackling is perf- is very, very important. He didn't do it on that play. He let it this helmet, and a lot of times it's the guy inflicting the hit that takes the brunt of it. He took the brunt. We're both on Cleveland. Next up, Saints at Panthers. Saints are three-point favorites. I'm taking the Saints. I'm J- Jimmy Wynn is going to be... Give me an underdog here. Give me the Panthers. I'm gonna take. Ma- I'm gonna bet on McCaffrey again. I'm gonna bet on the fact that uh, Jameis doesn't throw a touchdown every two throws <laughs> or whatever it was week one. Uh, All right, the Panthers. A little nervous about that one. I feel like that one's a, l- a little, uh, a little ballsy for me because I mean they didn't destroy the Jets by any means, but you're right. The Saints raped the Packers and the. Squeaks by the Jets. I'm just going to go with there's enough offensive explosiveness on the Panthers to put them on top with McCaffrey, Anderson, and more. Compared to just Kamara on the other side, it's the only offensive player I feel comfortable with. The defense for the Saints is better, though. That's why I think they're favorites. And they just shut down Rodgers. So. Another group that doesn't they didn't like to blitz. Oh, he's fine. He's sitting up. It's not even a neck. It's just the, the pussy you didn't want to <laughs> limp off the he's field. He's not even paralyzed. What's wrong <laughs> with him? If you don't have a C collar on, you don't need to be on the cart. <laughs> no blood, no foul. 
some uh, hold on to someone's shoulders and get walked off like everybody else. Although yeah. it's probably the you are, the harder you fall. It must be something important though, just because like he's already soft casted oh, and, and everything's so like casted. He's he probably broke something. Oh no, plays where the big people play. So man, he's already fucking smiling. He smiling ain't break nothing. Smiling a lot. <laughs> Did they drug him up on the field? Give <laughs> him a good shot. Did they call up Will Fuller and say, come on, you're fast, get here? Get here. He's playing week two, by the way. I Just. Oh, oh. Ooh, Saquon looking live. Chase looking Young. Look at live. Chase Young. Yeah, he's chasing him. Keeping up with Saquon Barkley. Wow. Saquon looked good on that play. Maybe maybe decoy is not where he's at anymore. Maybe no, that, that extra week between week one and week two was enough to get him going. But good hole, but the speed he, was there. I think he just ran at fifty five yards. I still can't believe how fast Chase Young is. I just spoke to my dad in our fantasy league and was telling him that I might bench Saquon because I was worried about his health. I'm looking to make sure he did not come back. Uh, four rushes, forty six yards. So he did play him good. He did play him. I would have felt bad if he went off. He went off at like twenty five, and I'd convinced him to bench him. But I didn't. I didn't think it was a call after looking at who he had on his bench. Oh, that Shepard. Oh, you know when they get hit like that, there's so many wide receivers don't even wear. Look what in the world to see a CJ board. That is the Giants right now. They don't even wear thigh pads usually, so it's just like that. What? Oh. It hurts seeing it when you're not wearing thigh pads and they get hit in the thigh. Falcons at Bucks. Bucks 12 and a half Bucks. point favorite. Yeah. By all the points. I think that Tom Brady sees last week as a loss. I feel like he like I feel like he's a creepy guy who has like his own little bulletin board and his regular season wins is against the spread. It's not even like I think he like posts it and he's like Vegas only thinks we could beat these guys by six and a half. Isn't that embarrassing? Fuck these guys. We should have to win by, like, you know, 18. They think we can only beat them by six and a half. Vegas is doubting us. I think that's how Brady pitches it because the Patriots and the Bucks both, Tom Brady in general, have always been tremendous against the spread. I feel like he takes it as an insult. He's like, wow, you know, the Jets are terrible. We can only win by 20, and then they go win 42 to nothing. I have to go to the bathroom. I'll have to do a break real quick.
just petty. That's on me, though. So I got to fix here because I want to put a window on here. Because did you see, uh, did you watch a Good Morning Football or anything? I d have not in a while. So I'd like to watch it. I just never get to because I'm working. But. I'm a big fan. It's because it seems like everyone's a fucking Bears fan. Never mind. It's not even going to show up. How about Zoom? Bears. Maybe. Maybe. Bears. I have to do the picks. That's all. But I forgot okay. to set up that window before. Okay. So the next play after the, the injury. Got a big, big six-yard loss by the Chase Young being a monster and just getting in. Next pick. Vikings at Cardinals. Cardinals, three-and-a-half-point favorites. I think the Vikings are teetering on the edge of, like, a collapse of their team. Because they've been, been borderline so long with so much great talent. But, like, they let... They let Stefan Diggs go. Thielen, although a great route runner, can only have so much. Jefferson's going to be amazing, but I don't think the team has much faith in Kirk Cousins. Kellen Mond's a big, uh, a big piece to work on. Harrison Smith, an all-pro wide receiver for fucking years and years. He's getting old now. Dalvin Cook tears an ACL every year, it seems. I think, I think it's the year that the Vikings kind of snap and they go six and eleven. I'm taking the Cardinals at three and a half point favorites. And uh, I'm also gonna take the Cardinals. Did you, did you watch some sort of betting show that said, "Hey, pick all the favorites"? No, <laughs> I do have my upset of the week coming up shortly, I believe. Cowboys at Chargers. Chargers three and a half point favorites. Um, that wasn't the one I had in mind. I can see this game going either way. Um, it's gonna be a lot of offense. Um, they're both coming off losses too, so you can't even go with the narrative. I, I'm gonna take the favorites again on this one. I'll take the Chargers. I don't think Eckler will have zero targets again, <laughs> like he did last week. I just think that the Cowboys' defense is gonna continuously let them down. Uh, yeah, and they just lost their be their best as a player, Lawrence, for six to eight weeks. So I just, I don't know. I just, I think that the char the best unit will be the Chargers defense on that field. They can at least stop them to where I'm not sure that the uh, Cowboys defense is going to be able to stop the Chargers. So I'll take the Chargers. So coming up with that, it's got to be the Titans at Seahawks. Seahawks are five and a half it point favorites. You're Titans. taking Titans. I'm taking the Titans. That is my upset pick of the week. I, the offense with Julio, AJ Brown, Derrick Henry, so much. I don't think Derrick Henry's washed. I don't think Julio's washed. Don't think Tannehill is washed. I've heard it all. I think that their offensive line is abysmal against the Cardinals. 
The Seahawks' pass rush is not particularly good. Bottom 10 in the league. So I think that they should be able to protect, hold up on the line enough to put up some points. And I think that's going to be a massive shootout. But I'll take the Titans in my upset of the week. Just to keep us running separately, I'm going to take the Seahawks because I just love DK, man. He's the drift, drift king and if Metcalf. You, and if just for anyone who's never done it, betting against Russell Wilson is the worst thing to ever do. Just just watching the game because you're like everything goes terribly, and then you're like, oh, Russell Wilson squirts free for an eight yard and slides for a first down, and I have to like live through all this again. And then, <laughs> and then it's like sack, incompletion, and then Russell Wilson sneaks away for twelve yards. Like that dude just just does that. My dad's best friend hates Pete Carroll. And hates some of the Seahawks players, and so he's grown to hate Russell Wilson just because of that. Because we watch a game rooting against him, and Russell Wilson will just make them win. Go Hawks! Just, yeah, he just does his thing. He's so good. He's got a little bit of that Adonis DNA, Tiger blood, Tom Brady in him. It's not quite enough. He'd have two rings, and Brady would have one less if they would have handed the ball off. Maybe I don't know. Marshawn gets in. It was second down. He's actually category like one of the worst fourth down running backs in history. But it was second down. <laughs> Run it two more times and then throw, maybe. They shouldn't have. They should have <laughs> handed it off. I would have handed it off to him at least because they handed it off to him first goal from the eight, seven yards, and then they throw it. Run up there, snap it again, let him get his crack from the one. Chiefs at Ravens. Chiefs are three and a half. I'm taking the Chiefs. Chiefs. I think the the front the front four of if they can play smart enough, you know, and just work on contain, the rest of the Chiefs have enough speed, I think, to maintain and contain it's a fucking video well, game. <laughs> Darren Waller had a big game, right? Against the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Now they get Kelsey, which even we'll call them equals for this argument. I don't think Tyreek Hill and Henry Ruggs are equal. <laughs> and I don't think Patrick Mahomes and Derek Carr are equal. No, that's true. <laughs> and so they gave up 33 last week. I, I know it doesn't transfer week to week like that, but do you think about how much tr- trouble they had with Waller? Because Waller had 19 targets. He was open on much more than his 10 catches. He could yeah, He could have had more. Uh, Carr missed a few. And Tyreek is much more dangerous than Ruggs, especially when you factor in that Tyreek has Mahomes. That's a cheat code. That's like playing on Madden. Just being like, Tyreek, go long. I'm going to extend the play, and then eventually you'll be open. And, you know, they have McCole Hardman, who just – I just love watching him play too because he's just a little also tiny fast. bugger. So fucking fast. He might be faster than Reek. I don't know. They literally just said – Here's Tyreek, or here's Travis Kelsey, and here's some guys who are really fast. <laughs> and then Patrick Mahomes has a cannon, and it's, it's wonderful to watch. With one of the best coaches of all time. I will root for the Chiefs, obviously, as a Steelers champ, but as someone who's, if you weren't a fan of someone in the NFC North, what's just good television? You said you have L- to think. Lamar and Mahomes, I mean, that's, that's highlight city. I thought when the Bears got Matt Nagy, it's like, oh, shit. Here we come, KC. All right. Oh, nope. Not even it's close. It's, you know, Mahomes, Mahomes and Lamar is exciting. And Kyler Murray's exciting. I mean, I think the, you know, the most exciting players are like Mahomes, Kyler, 
Yeah, people who look the same place. Oh, yeah, people who just do stuff that you're like, what? And then quietly, some of the best guys, Russell Wilson, you know, and Tom Brady aren't as fun to watch, but are very good. Unless Mom's it's the fourth best. quarter. I'm not the, I mean, like, if you're watching in the fourth quarter, I do love to watch Tom Brady because, like, just like, last, his like lights, last, he just last week on our first episode, so calm. You just knew he was going to drive down there. <laughs> yeah. And he was just like, come on, guys, we have 30 <laughs> seconds. Just yeah, they, sh- they show the sideline. He's just ready. Like, how, how? How do you play in the league for 20, pl- 20 plus years and just, like, have that kind of fire on a regular season game? Especially if you've won. That dude's never going to be able to lead football. <laughs> even, even when he retires, he's going to have to do a coach, offensive coordinator. He can't. He's not. He's too competitive. He, he can't said just <laughs> sit on the sideline. He, even if he's terrible, he'll go coach at like a FCS school because he's not going to be able to let go. Yeah, I don't think he can let go of the football. He no, he's too competitive. And his wife hates that. Oh, no. And she's going to be like, stay home and sell male Ugg boots with me. And he's going to be like, that sounds terrible. And then he's going to go coach, you know, Appalachian Tech, Tech, State, Polytechnic for women or whatever I said. It was <laughs> not good. Because he, he'll want to coach Michigan. Would they let him go? He's No, he's not He's not going to go coach mo- Michigan because he said he never wants to live in a cold state again. Oh, yeah. Unless he c- – what if, what if Robert Kraft called him and said he'd fire Bill? Would his personal vendetta make him go to the Pat? That's a good – he would just do it for one what season if, just if to get Bill out. Like USC, that'd be a good fit. He is a Calib- he, he was he born and raised in like Santa Barbara or something. California, they're big school, and it's it's a little more lax because you're playing in the Pac-10 instead of you know. And there's such boosters that, that he like he has all the money in the world at his disposal. Doesn't strike me like Tampa Tom doesn't strike me as someone who wants to go coach in the SEC. That's, I mean, even though it's more competitive, I think it's not fun. Yeah, this is, I think it was, yeah, it probably plays an issue. fun. You put up points in the pack. Ball ten. out. As you see, about defense. That's no fun. So the Athletic put out just today, Tom Brady thinks another six seasons is possible. <laughs> he says he thinks he can play until 50. <laughs> I hope so. At, at what, I always say, at what point do you become a Tom fan? Like, if you're a hater, like, if he's out there doing like double nickel, he's fifty-five, <laughs> fourteen-time Super Bowl champion. A A R P Tom Brady. Yeah, he's fifty-five out there and he's won the Super Bowl thirteen times and he's <laughs> going for number fourteen. I think I became a fan when he, uh, really, when he came to Tampa when he started doing interviews and shit and found out that he's cool as hell yeah, and he cusses Bill's all the time. A, Bill's just a fun sucker. Just yeah, Bill is just an a-hole. I don't think Bill made Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady made the Patriots. I've, I said that as soon as they were leaving. I was like, as great as Belichick, you know, is, he was a bad coach when he coached for Cleveland the first time. He didn't win amazingly until Tom came. And then when, when – and people always want to point to the Matt Castle year where they went 11-5 and five without Tom. Did they, did they lose in the wild card? Oh, they, they were terrible. Yeah, they lost immediately. But here's the thing is they were 11-5. and five, they had one of the easiest schedule in football because back then the Jets and the Bills and the Dolphins were all jokes. And also, the team that just left was the 16-0 and team that was untouchable. So any quarterback could have taken that team to 11-5 because they were top to bottom and they were stacked. They should not have fucking lost to the Giants. 
Scary Beautiful Terry. touchdown throw by uh, Drinky Drinky Heineke. Scary Terry. <laughs> Terry McLaurin, yeah. He's one of the, he's just a great under the radar wide receiver, it seems. He's great. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of Heineke's wind up because it looks like he's trying so hard to get it there. But I'm rooting for him. All right, so we both took KC last game, Monday night football. Lions at Packers. Packers 11 point favorites. <laughs> as much as I hate to say it, I'll take the Packers. I, I would love for the Lions to win. I just, I'm not seeing it. Yeah, we're both taking GB in that one. I think uh, Rodgers isn't going <laughs> to let anything fucking bad happen there. Uh, so it took us a long time to do all the picks. Yeah, it took a minute. Did you find uh five characters that you hate i did um you don't have to unveil it now we don't have to do that today because i found like seven i might have to weed it out a little bit okay well it's up to you uh a thing i uh i want to talk about is i embarrassed myself at home a little bit i think although nicole wasn't embarrassed but i had a few drinks think life was good and then I found a subreddit called Made Me Cry. And it was Okay, just it's ne- never a good start to a story when you said then I found a subreddit. It was just tons of shit that just makes you cry and it just it got me. So I, I became an emotional person. And then we were talking about Jackson stuff. And I was watching him on the baby monitor and he was starting to get sick. And I was just thinking about how much I loved him. Man, it was an emotional night. And I watched this movie on HBO Max. What was it? I wrote it down. What movie it was, too. Emotional, emotional. It, all my life is a movie. So this guy, uh, spoiler alert, it's only going to be a few seconds. It's mo- been out since 2019, so if you haven't seen it yet, it's on you. Worth watching? It was, if you want to cry. It's sad. Um, dude meets a girl, as always. They go to... They get engaged, and he finds that he has terrible stomach pain. Goes to the doctor. They find a massive liver, liver cancer. Things are looking good. Treatment goes well. Do you want me to spoil it for you? Go ahead. It doesn't sound like something I want to watch right yeah. now. I don't. I would. I, I just had it on. TV, I told you TV is my escape, so my escape usually <laughs> is into cancer. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know it because I was just. I didn't even read the description when I clicked it. I just put on a movie because I was charting, and it, it hooked me in. So he starts going through his treatment for his cancer, and then all of a sudden it quits working, and it metastasized. And now they said six months if he's lucky. And it just hit. I it hit me so hard because it's like, can you imagine being like a twenty-seven-year-old dude? You just met the love of your life. You're going to get married. And now you're going to die. Like, life is just so fucking unfair. So then I had the whole existential crisis. Of, uh, you believe in God? How can you believe in God that's going to do that to somebody? Hey, life is perfect, right? Not for long, bitch. You're out. And then on the other side of it, it's like, her. She met the love of her life. And now he's gone. Now she's just got to walk on this mortal coil alone. And how hard that makes dating after that. Like... I always think about that with like young widows, like that's like how secure the other person has to be. 
to date someone who's knowing that, like, if your husband wouldn't have died, we never would have been together. Never. <laughs> like, that's ooh, that's more security because you could never ask her to compare. Yeah, because you're a you, monster. You, you like, and you don't want to because there's a good chance you won't win. Well, you, even if you do, it's a horrible thing to ask someone. <laughs> you know your husband that you love that's dead now? <laughs> compare How yourself do I to compare? Compare yourself to a saint who... How, he was ha- at least <laughs> had a small penis, right? Like, <laughs> I'm packing, he's slacking. Like, right, like, you can't ask those questions. <laughs> oh, that's so true. That, that would always be so hard. I, I don't know if I'm secure enough to be... Se- not someone's second choice, but you know what I mean. I, I could know your second choice. <laughs> I could date a divorcee. I don't think I could date a widow. Mm-hmm. Oh, because no one, no one uh, hates their husband more than oh. somebody who's divorced. I mean, like, divorced women hate their husbands. Yeah, it's good to date them immediately after the divorce because then it's just like, yeah, you're getting, she's riding you. She's breaking you off. No, but it's, I mean, stereotypically, it's like, would you rather, you know, end world hunger or punch your husband in the ex-husband in the nuts and it's like those nuts are gonna hurt tomorrow like <laughs> you know what i mean like it's bad uh emotional sadness let me check that off oh another news speaking of death Ooh. norm mcdonald died mcdonald you hear his joke he left on his deathbed though the fantastic the, the cancer it's c- yeah it's the you draw. can't lose the cast the cancer it's draw fantastic yeah that is that i had never heard that before so i do think that's an original yeah the, yeah, you can't lose the cancer because if I die, it dies too. So it's kind of a draw. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of a lot of his work. Uh, he he did have some great SNL skits. I just remember uh, Billy Madison, <laughs> which I just watched on <laughs> Sunday because when Adam Sandler was like, "What day is it?" And he goes, "October." <laughs> <laughs> like, you want Do you want to go get that horse drunk? I'm gonna go get the bucket. <laughs> I it was just on Freeform two days ago. There was a a uh, Adam gonna, Sandler. Oh, they're gonna shove Norm Macdonald stuff down our throat for a little bit. Oh, it was an Adam Sandler one. So I played Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, The Water Boy. Just Bobby go with Boucher. it. One of the greatest linebackers of all time. I, I love when people try to say that he's the best. Um, I've heard people do the discussion of like best fictional sports characters of all time, and people want to play Bobby Boucher and Paul Crew. And there's one answer. There's a correct answer to that question. Mm. I mean, if we're thinking about it logically, there is a correct answer, and it's Clark Kent as freaking the quarterback of Smallville. It's Superman. <laughs> so y- you watch Smallville, huh? No, I mean, just in general, he's done it in the comics too. Like, if you really took it. If you put Superman, yeah. Superman as an athlete would be free. You would never tackle him. He would just literally just fly into the end zone. Like, obviously, you you have to like take him out of the discussion to have a real discussion about who the best like fictional football players are. You have to take Superman out of it because that's Paul Reckon Crew, though. <laughs> I understand, but like, are they allowed to have Kryptonite on the field? Because like, that's the one thing that could make it even. I think maybe they can. But there's a kryptonite ban if that's an illegal substance <laughs> <laughs> in football. You just can't stop him. Patrick Mahomes is a shame. Go get in the end zone. I'll hit you. Blow through you. That fucking Kentucky Fried Chicken Sandwich does look good, but I think I had it when it first came out. Oh, it's fantastic. It was it? Uh, see, I think I might have I go had two of them on Friday. Or last Friday. Which KFC do you go to? I went to the KFC on Tamiami in between. like in between On the way to Punta Gorda? Yeah. Okay. The, the buffet one? 
I got in, in the car, drive through. We had a, we just were trying to eat on the way, and I got two sandwiches because I was like, I'm not gonna get fries or anything. I'm gonna try to keep it healthy. And then KFC completely screws me and gives me an extra meal that we didn't order with our food of their new um, uh, crispy fried, like extra crispy fried uh, chicken tenders. So I ate all those too. So I had the two sandwiches and like four or five tenders, and it was amazing and also terrible. And then we went to Sozer House and I had a uh, Brookie cheesecake, which was like a chocolate chip cookie on top of cheesecake. The crust was a brownie. We just went to Social House. They got a new menu. I did. Um, that's my wife's favorite place right now. We love Social House. I think Ice House is still better than Social House, but they do have. I agree, but pork belly tacos we had at Social House. They were delicious, and. She just likes the atmosphere of Social House outside. It looks like. It doesn't look like it should be a restaurant. That's what's the best about it, I guess. Because it looks like a fucking gazebo with a food truck in it mm-hmm. and a white picket fence. It's pretty cool. And big-ass TVs. I told Nicole I wanted to do that to make it so I could have four TVs set up as one giant TV. That might be on the agenda in the future, but the controller's like 1200 bucks. You got an iPhone. See the new one coming out? Uh, yeah, the co- the coolest feature by far, by far. Like usually, I'm I'm not an Apple guy. I have an iPhone. It's the budget iPhone. I'm not usually one to spend up for phones, but the coolest one by far is if you don't have reception, you can still text and make phone calls, even if you're not getting satellite reception. That's so cool. I don't know how they really. I don't know all the science behind it, but it's pretty impressive. Oh man, that. It's going to be a block on one of the receivers. Uh, so, the new features of the iPhone, smaller notch, bigger battery. Um, I have I have the 12 now, and it improves the camera, so you can do like a fully three times digital zoom or optical zoom versus the digital. But I'm kind of let down that they were they filed all these all these patents to make it so you could have a Touch ID on your screen, and they didn't they didn't put it in there. So I don't know. There's nothing wrong with my phone right now. Pre-orders start tomorrow morning at 10. I haven't even, I probably shouldn't do it because I haven't given it enough thought. Like, I didn't even follow it, and I wouldn't have known that they unveiled it for the pre-order, except for my fucking Twitter feed, because I'm like the Apple insider and everything. There is a cool new color. It's like a Sierra blue. I would like that to match my watch band and my watch. Oh, and variable refresh rate. So if you are a person that watches like a bunch of different content, it can change your phone screen's refresh rate. So that would be pretty sweet. 
everything would always be smooth if you're watching video. I watch a lot of YouTube on my phone. Are you a YouTube premium person? Man, we we differ in a lot of things except our picks. I just don't pay money <laughs> for things. <laughs> That's a general life rule. I pay for it because I love I can't use my Spotify account, which I already pay for, because we play white noise machines, which is connected to my Spotify. So if Jackson's taking a nap and the white noise is playing, if I click a song in the car, it turns it off and he wakes up and he fucking gets mad. So They make white noise machines for like $20. I just taught <laughs> Mom and Cole how to use the Sonos and do it. <laughs> I still have to teach Mom how to set up her her Apple Watch again because we lost she lost her phone on the plane back from Michigan. She just got it back after six weeks. So now we have to resync some shit. It's a whole thing. It's a whole to do. Uh starting price is six ninety nine up to ten twenty nine for the iPhone thirteen mini. Seven ninety nine up to eleven twenty nine for the iPhone thirteen Pro Max. Man, it's a lot of money. But really... You and Samsung, they can fold... They're the foldable phones now. I'm afraid that just gives me a fucking break. Fold, fold phones. And then speaking of Apple and movies... Apple's been in negotiations with Christopher Nolan for his new movie. I don't think Christopher Nolan is worth what he wants. Judging by how his previous releases have gone lately... And how much that fucker can't make a sound for shit. What happened there? I hate how his movies sound. Like the dialogue. I can't fucking hear it. So I have to watch it twice. Oh, good bounce. Oh, you're not a fan you're not a fan of And like you can't control your audio because the ta- the speaking is like at a whisper, and then it's just screaming during the action scenes. That that's my Christopher Nolan experience. I'm like, I love the Batman movies to death, but that's terrible. The amount of times I had to rewind to listen to the dialogue. You just, or you sit with your remote and you're like, volume up, volume down, volume up, volume down, and that's horrible. And I had to do that for the Black Klansman too. All of his movies, his action scenes are loud, and then you don't have to hear anyone talk. So just put on. Put on subtitles and keep it down. Did you ever see Tenet? Yeah, great. That's a great film. I didn't watch it yet. That's fantastic. Is that Christopher Nolan too? It is. And uh, Inception. And uh, Ricky Jarrett. Ricky Jarrett, Baby yeah. Baby Denzel. I really like him. He's such a fucking good actor. He's fantastic. I think I like him more than Denzel Washington. And th- the weird thing is, I like Robert Pattinson a lot in Tenet. Like enough so that I'm like, I don't think he's in the suck as Batman. But I've heard, I heard he took. I took. I heard he took that shit seriously. No, uh, he will. He's he's a good actor now. Like he's he's kind of crappy because he trashes on Twilight. And he's like he's like oh I wish I'd never done those movies. But like, he wouldn't. He, he wouldn't have, been have famous. Exist. Like that made you. Like yes, it was your worst acting. No, f- speaking of this weird shit, you see that just ranch water, hard seltzer. No rancher is drinking seltzer beers. It's uh. Budweiser and moonshine. 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 And real moonshine. Not like not the, the one that you get the yeah. moonshine. Like which like, is I th- like kind of like if it's too close to a flame it'll explode. Yeah, my uh 
my grandpa from South Carolina. Who step, step grandpa before my grandma died. So we got to try the white lightning, like the shit. Oh, oh, not enjoyable. There's no redeeming quality. You can't mix it with anything because even if you put a mixer with it, it doesn't improve the flavor. It just makes the mixer taste like shit. Like the opposite of rum chata. Right. Or like, like I would mix rum chata with alcohol all the time in college. And people be like, why would you mix, I don't know, Jaeger and rum chata? What's that taste like? It tastes like rum chata. Rum chata takes over whatever it's with. So, like, you can just sneak alcohol in. Like, everyone's doing a rumplemint shot, and you're kind of done with your peppermint for the night. And you're just like, I'll put in some rum chata. And then it'll taste like rum chata, and I'll get a hundred proof snuck in there. The oh, first time I had rumple mints was back up in Wisconsin. It was a bar made of wood. It was it was rough. I used to I used to go and just grab a bottle of chocolate milk and get get crazy. <laughs> my mom asked me what rum, my mom asked me what rum chata what it mixes with everything. The answer to that question. Oh, one second.
Sorry about that. Kid came out. Time for bed. Uh, got to announce something. Uh, we didn't see the injury <laughs> by the uh, lineman from the, the Giants. Nick Gates, we owe you an apology. That was a fucking broken leg. A, a hardcore compound fracture. A point in the wrong direction. It's uh. Yeah, your leg's supposed to look good like a pass lowercase break L, and his is now looking <laughs> like an uppercase L. <laughs> it was uh, never a good thing. That was rough. Uh, anyway, rum chata, you, that was your mixer, huh? I I would back yeah, in the day. It really wasn't because really I drank a lot of Burnett's limeade and Burnett's blueberry like a you know college kid. Rum chata was my preference, <laughs> but like rum chata is twenty dollars and it's only like you know sixteen percent alcohol. You could for like six bucks go get your Burnett's. So, but as everyone else I does, I went through my you know patterns. Like I liked Sailor Jerry. That when it was it was on the cheaper end. Then it got expensive. It's cheap here in Florida, apparently, compared yep. to Indiana. Uh, apparently, it's one of those things that it goes through uh cycles where it becomes like this. It becomes the most popular. Mixed uh, um, spice rum, that, and then it's all oh, back to Captain and Coke. Or, man, one of my longest stints, I think, was Captain and Ginger. I never really understood the whole Captain craze. I, I was very short on spice rum. I did a little bit of Sailor Jerry, then moved on to Kraken fairly. I moved on to Kraken for a little bit, and then I was just like, whiskey is better than spice rum. I drink uh, for I, I drink like a bitch. Although, really, not in the past couple years, I've really developed my flavors. Like, um, I love an old fashioned, and I make a really good old fashioned now. It's truly about the ingredients. Oh, like, like a, like a true alcoholic, I would go with uh, gin, and like tonic, like just a little amount of tonic, and throw a wine wedge in there. It's a great diet drink, though. Like, just if you're, it's if you want to get wasted and not get fat. Vodka gin, soda. Gin will get you there. I used to drink, drink some, drink some gin. Put it away. Bit. It tastes two hours. I can't get into gin though. It tastes like fucking pine needles, man. Like I, I smell. I when I smell it, I smell the fucking Christmas tree, and just like, (laughs) so I don't. Gin is never gonna get me there. Vodka and diet, like diet sweet tea. Aspartame's gonna kill me, but it's gonna. I'm gonna get skinny. (laughs) I uh. So since I was last on, d- lasted the podcast, I've actually lost like 13 pounds. In a week? No, 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 not this. No, no. <laughs> Before we did our three, first three, p- three pounds since last week. <laughs> I was like, which like limb? The did year, you lose? The, the year, <laughs> yeah. The, the, I, I. Before you announced you wanted, you said you wanted to do it. I was, babe. When was the last time I'd done the podcast with Lowell? It, several months, right? What did you think I was going to ask you? What did you want me to ask you? (laughs) That means you had expectations, so what were they? (laughs) Love you too, babe. Relationship full of love there. 
good feeling. On Probably. your side. <laughs> and I love that quote from The Office when Andy's getting broke up with by Aaron. And Aaron's yeah. like, there's just not any love in this relationship. He goes, on your side. But there's plenty on my side to get us through. For, like for, for Enough for both of us. You learn to love me. <laughs> Is Andy Bernard on your list, your characters of five that you hate the most? No. I don't have it. I don't have it in a particular order, but we can just spitball them. Charles Minor, on my list. The Office is one of my favorite shows of all time, and I will just watch it on repeat and then just skip the Charles Minor episodes. He's only in like seven episodes, six episodes. And he's only in like three that matter. Like uh, he's only in three that he really annoys me. Charles Minor, that's the Idris Elba, right? Yeah, when yeah. he's there and Michael's out of the office, it's horrible. And he just bullies yeah, yeah, Jim. And I, I just don't like. That direction. And like yeah. that show goes through a segment where they have Will Ferrell be weird and they have like all these different characters. The dunk. None of them bother me as much as oh, Charles Minor. See, Nelly bothers me more than Charles Minor. And that's fair. But the Charles Minor thing to me is like, why did we put this realistic person in the show? <laughs> like everyone else he's is like, like super <laughs> weird. It's like they just put like a real a real boss boss <laughs> in there and he's like, you can't do that. Like what is going on? Like it's like, no, Michael has you know, like, David Wallace was the closest thing to a real boss, and he just, like, had a soft spot for Michael. And then they bring in Charles Minor, who's like, absolutely not. That's insane. Charles Minor was the real regional manager. <laughs> they were a <the> real-life <laughs> manager. <laughs> Very much, it's like, yeah, just uh, get the numbers together and bring it, bring it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Charles Minor's only, well, I completely disagree with that. That's it's okay, though. That's, yeah, that's, that's, fine. that's fair. Only because I fucking hated Nelly. Are you a Harry Potter fan? Uh, I only just recently watched all of the movies. See, I, I love Harry Potter, and this is an, another unpopular opinion on my part, but uh, special. he's not a TV character, so it's kind of like a special honorable mention that I want to talk about. Albus Dumbledore. You hate Dumbledore? I hate Dumbledore. You're a wizard, Harry. No, I and mean, here's why. He is, like, 800 billion years old or whatever, and he, like, leaves the fate of the school up to an 11-year-old, and then a 12-year-old, and then a 13 He's like, Harry's got this, and then... He was marked. Yeah, and that's the, th- that's the thing. It's like, when you find out... Uh, spoiler alert for you, he's not watching Harry Potter, but that's on you at this point. At this point, <laughs> yeah. 12 years of movies. When you find out that Harry is a Horcrux, and that he has to die at the end... I'm like, no wonder Dumbledore just let him do everything. He's like, if he dies now... Nothing bad happens. I gotta get one. Like, you know, it's one down. <laughs> like, find, find my Dumbledore. So I always, like, whenever we I binge watch it with my wife, I'm always like, find my Dumbledore. And Harry's like, I'm gonna go to the chamber. And he's like, find my Dumbledore. You go down to the chamber and fight the Basilisk that if you look at, you die. Because <laughs> you're, you're 12. You've got this. And they don't send the kids home when they're all <laughs> dying. They just, like, the irresponsibility of Dumbledore. In the Goblet of Fire, he draws the name, and he's like, Harry, did you put your name in this? And Harry's like, no, I didn't. And he's like, you could die. You're not old enough. But the Goblet has spoken. What? We know people want Harry dead, and Harry's saying that he didn't put a thing in this or just let this happen? Like, Dumbledore, no. Absolutely not. Not a fan. And he did some shady stuff with his sister that you never really learned, but you just know he did it. And like, so wait, I mix up. Dumbledore, that's not the wizard, it's the big 
bearded guy. Who's not Hagrid. Damn Dumbledore it. Is the Dumbledore's head, the wizard. He's so the he's the master. Yeah, yeah, he's just. He's uh, an asshole. He kind of is the worst. Like, everyone loves him. And Hagrid's adorable. Hagrid is maybe the one of my favorite characters of all time. Okay. He's a big bull of nothing. Like, as far as, like, what he brings to the table. But he's just genuinely sweet. He's like Ralph on The Simpsons. Never really watched The Simpsons. I'm in danger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, just, just fantastic. Hagrid is fantastic. Okay, yeah. Dumbledore is kind of a schmarmy prick. Yeah, and he's just, like, just lets the 11 and 12-year-olds do stuff. He's supposed to be, like, one of the best wizards of all time. And he's like, Harry's 12. He's known about, he's known he's a wizard for a year and a half. He's got this. <laughs> like, No. <laughs> What about the teacher, the the one that takes over? Minerva McGonagall? Is that is that the, the bitch in the pastel-colored? Yeah. Yeah, she. What? She's the one that tries to eliminate everything. Oh. Beverly or Dolores Umbridge. Umbridge, that's it. Yeah, here's the thing. She's a villain. Like, I can get on board with a villain being hateable. Like, that's that's not what I would at this list. Like, But it hit me. It hit me. That's why no, I hate she's it. she's super annoying. <laughs> but, like, no, like... I can get past it. Like, she's a hateable character, but she was supposed to be hateable. Dumbledore, you're supposed to like, and I'm just not on board. Okay, so we we vary a little bit in uh, how we characterize the yeah. hatred. So, we talk about it's supposed to be a villain. Like, King Joffrey is my number one. Like, as an adult, I know he's a teenager, but nothing brought on hatred for a character for me the way he did. Like, because he had the true psychopath and sociopathic tendencies, like clearly a dude that would strangle his parents' cat, clearly would molest someone. Like mm-hmm. because he hit those marks so well and loved torture, Joffrey just when he cho- when when he fucking got strangled by that the poison, it See, like. To me, that makes him a good character, almost. He was an excellent character, <laughs> because but I everyone ha- like was so happy with. I hated him so much. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is like I his performance is amazing. And have what you sucks, ever watched Dexter? Absolutely. Yeah, like the Trinity Killer is like super creepy and awful, but fantastic. Nailed acting. it. So awesome. Like one of my favorite characters ever in the show. I think it's one of the things. Um, King Joffrey is played by what? Uh, John Cleese the third or something like he's an, he's he's in a family of actors and he's like the third generation he left making films because of how well he played that part and all the hate that he received he's like I don't want to do this <laughs> so he's like doing like a little bit of like public theater it's so funny how that works so you get tight you get to where you're stuck like do you ever watch I uh, get him to the Greek yeah, uh, Jonah Hill and Russell Brand. Yeah, Russell Brand. <laughs> he's crazy too. He's <laughs> they're so they're talking to uh, can't think of his name right now. The guy, guy who plays Draco, Malfoy. Yeah, I forget who plays him. But yeah. si- I won't say it's Tom something. But they're sitting there talking to him. They're like, the Harry Potter guy. <laughs> just like that's his life now. Like it's just I don't know. I just think that would suck. Emma Watson made it out. I mean, really, so, so did uh, Harry Potter. He's done some really weird, obscure he's shit. Weird stuff, but he's done other stuff. I think it's because he hated the idea of the... He hated the big promo stuff, so, like, the stuff you had to follow the studio. Like, there's, there's so much control. I think he went independent to but be able to be who he wanted to be. When he was, like, 13, he got signed to, like, a 10-year, 8-film contract. That has to be overwhelming. 
And so he's like, I probably really do fucking that. sucks. Yeah, and he's like, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to just be naked on my birthday every year. He did the woman in black, and that was uh, that was pretty decent. A little horror movie. Uh, Russell Brand. When you talk about him, he's he was so weird to me, and I hated him so much because of the divorce with Katy Perry, and I had a huge crush on her when I was younger. He's a crazy, like, s- cool activist. He is in my favorite movie of all time. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yes. Love that movie. So many quotable, quotable yeah, lines from it. That's one of my favorite comedies of all time. Like that's one of your favorite movies. outside is weather. Like, just such a minor thing. He's <laughs> like, thanks for the seat at the table. It's so close to the buffet. <laughs> I'm glad you like it. Like, just... Like I, I wish Jason Siegel was in more things. I wish he oh. was in, because I'm a big fan. Oh, me too. And the, even the line, like, any time where the Dracula song is the <laughs> third best song in a film is fantastic. Because uh, number two. Die. Yeah, die. I think that was third to me, because number two was inside of you. Just fantastic. And the number one is when he's having his meltdown. And he's on the piano, and he's like, go see the psychiatrist. Just, I hate the psychiatrist. Go see him anyway. I'm not going. Like, that's, that's I think gold. That's fantastic. That, I think that song actually could, like, apply to most people's lives. Yeah. No, it's it's great. And the cast, I love Jonah Hill. Was in that movie? Fuck you. Fuck you, man. <laughs> I think Jonah that's Hill. Me, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jonah Hill, I think, is super underrated. Oh, and there's a new movie coming out with him and Leo. Well, because they're, they're buddies. And Jennifer Lawrence and Meryl Streep. I just saw the first images from it like a couple weeks ago. <sighs> I just watched the preview. Is that, a, is that another Scorsese film? No, uh, it's not. No. Nope. But it is another. Uh, it doesn't matter. Whatever Leo's in with him and Jonah, like yep. Wolf, that was a badass movie. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a very interesting movie. It looks like it's about a comet coming towards Earth. And Leonardo's like super stressed about it. Oh, no, it, looks, it looks good. I will definitely... Watch that one when it comes out. So you want to talk about um, characters you're supposed to like, but you secretly hate. You ever watch Gilmore Girls? Rory Gilmore. Rory Gilmore. She's awful. Piece of shit. She had a huge crush on her when I was a kid. But then she just turns into a victim. Oh, she's so bad. And she che- cheating she slut. a couple times. And like your life was like your grandparents like made your life so easy you get into co- like this co- yeah i don't know how ugh. she can be such a victim while at the same time being handed everything you know who's a great character that movie that luke luke's fantastic oh um the guy who owns the diner i always forget his name he's in a couple of things and i always enjoy him because he just comes off as such a down-to-earth dude yeah, he's, he's great in that um i yeah. also had a huge crush on lauren graham because of bad santa i i have always wa- like i always said that if i had like endless money I wanted to just to break everyone's brains, uh, like make a movie where Lauren Graham and Alexis Bledel date each other. Just <laughs> make everybody watch that. Because, <laughs> like, they're not related, the technically, re- but it would freak but everyone yeah. out. But, yeah, Naven came back. Well, how many years after did they bring an, uh, oh yeah, they did the, the mini-season? I forgot about that. I forgot that happened. That was on, yeah, Netflix. I never even watched it, but I had a couple friends that... They were signing petitions on the internet to try to, like, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Well, it ended with, like, Rory's pregnant, and they don't tell you by who or something. I don't know. So, um, Logan, yeah. blonde dude. Yeah, that's what they think it is, I think. I loved him. 
all of her boyfriends are cool. Dean was cool. Dean's cool, but there is Jess was cool. I loved him because he's also in the resident now. Zach was the best, and not because he shares my name. Is that the one that looked kind of brooding? When he married the Asian girl. Black hair brooding guy? No, who date? That was Jess. Who who dated Jess, the, the okay. Asian girl? What was her name? Her best friend. I was. I actually haven't seen it since before, no. like high school. Zach. Zach was the one who married her. Um. You ever seen John? Uh, no, Max. The guy, f- Logan, was in it. Is another reason I loved him. He's in another movie that was. Um, he was an asshole in it. Mm, it's based on a true story too. Anyway. Angelica Pickles is pretty <laughs> awful. Like she's like a. Six-year-old hanging out with literal infants. <laughs> and <a laughs> They're barely walking around. Asshole. Yeah. She's like bullying them. That's pretty bad. Dumb babies. My least favorite character of all time, though, and it's one that a lot of people seem to like, is Phoebe Bouquet. Sound like a... Is it because she's psychotic? She's so mean to her friends. If you really... Wa- like, my wife, what's her favorite show? Everything out of her mouth is mean. She's just putting down on her friends all the time, and I'm just like, I would prefer her not be in this show. She is truly a hipster that judges people for not being hipsters. Yeah, and it's just like, I don't know. Like, I, I would think the show be would have been better without her. Like, and she I didn't hated bring anything <laughs> to the plot. Even I hated that she had a, her brother's babies. Yeah, that's so weird. And I love Ross. I know a lot of people hate Ross. I love Ross. <laughs> Did you ever watch Friends? Devon. Oh, all of them. I watch. All I of was the best moments are Ross, the yeah. tanning bed, the <laughs> teeth whitening. I I do feel the bad that pants. I hate <laughs> my sandwich, pivot, pivot. The one where they're doing the the hotel they're leaving, and he's like saying goodbye to the hotel. Yeah, this <laughs> like all of his all the the best moments are Ross. He is easily hateable because he's such a schmuck. The, the best one of all time, the best moment in the show, in my opinion, is when. Bye bye me. Bruce, <laughs> uh, not Bruce Willis. Um, Rachel's dad. Oh yeah. Is in his house, and so is oh JD McKissick vulturing a touchdown from Antonio Gibson. That's fun. Is uh, <laughs> <laughs> in his house, and uh, then um, Mona is in his house, <laughs> and he's like explaining it, and he's like so they're talking, and he's like um, Mona. Um, you know, I like you or whatever. And he's like, but you knocked up my daughter. I, I offered to marry her, but I didn't want to. <laughs> and then he's like trying to like tell that line. And then the phone rings. And it's Joey and Chandler. And they're like, hey, Ross, there's a hooker over here. We think you might need something about it. He's just like, no. I, uh. Oh, another group in the fajita scene where he starts dating, uh. Uh, Charlie and Rachel's dating Joey. And he's like, I'm making fajitas. <laughs> I'm a big Ross Geller fan. Dude, Ross is the best character in the show, in my opinion. Because all the best moments are him. He's, isn't he also, like, the best actor, too? Because yeah, he's, like, he'd won, like, Tonys or something. Everyone wants it to be um, Matthew Perry and uh, Chandler. Everyone says that he's the best. His his jokes are all one-liners that are, like, formulaically uh, Yeah, set up anyone could have done Chandler's. Well, and they're formulaically set up each time. It's like, da-da-da-da. He says a joke. Da 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 da. Ross is just doing stuff that just doesn't make any sense. Love he Ross. He owned. He, right, like I bet. Like Pivot was probably 
improvised that bit. Just he probably just made it his own. He's like, everybody knows. Speaking Tiff. of making it uh, your own, I can't remember the actress name, but the guy who plays the janitor in Scrubs, Mike Flynn. Yeah, they they said that eventually they quit writing him lines, and it just says whatever Mike says would it's be hilarious. The and he would just fill he just filled in like the last like six seasons. So it's just whatever he wanted. He was originally going to only be in the first season. The f- yeah, and, and only a couple of episodes in that. He was supposed to be made up in Z- and Zach Braff. Like the third okay. biggest character between like James. And then he got his own show in the middle, which is also great. He's a really good actor. He's also like apparently a super nice guy. Like he just like mm-hmm. does interviews. We could probably get him on this sh- shitty fucking podcast. Like he's that good <laughs> of a person. Some, love me some Mike Flynn. Um. Oh. Papa Joe from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> you know, he couldn't get out of bed for... A completely bedridden man getting taken <laughs> care of by his whole family, but as soon as Charlie gets a golden ticket... Things are looking up. <laughs> I'm a fair-weather grandfather. In a way, that's about it. Although he's also... He, he He's a bad influence. Peer pressure and Charlie to, to drink the fizzy stuff, so they float in the air and they had to burp to get it out. He's a piece of shit. He... He could have got Charlie killed. Um, I gotta say, worst people on the planet, and it's because he's so popular around here because he was he was just down here in Sarasota. Bam Margera. Who? Bam Margera. Viva La Bam. Jackass. Really? Yeah, apparently not. Got nothing on you. You've never seen the Jackass movies? I have, but I don't know which one he is. Okay, so Viva La Bam was another show. He had his own show. Uh, he was also in the Unholy Union. That was another MTV show where he married a girl he knew in high school. A bunch of DUIs. Got kicked out of the new Jackass movie. Piece of shit to his fans. He was just here. like you know, He's in Sarasota, so he's less than an hour away. Doing it, he did like a meet and greet, and he got fucking trashed. Was trying to hit on the preteen girls that were here to meet him. It was fucking disgusting. Just one of the worst people I've ever encountered. I only encount I own and I counted him because he is a movie star and a television star. Although it's reality TV, piece of shit. Who else did I have? Shameless. You ever see Shameless? Yeah. Deb. I fucking hated Deb from like season seven on. When she tricked that guy into knocking her up. Yeah. I really wasn't a big uh, Fiona fan either. She She got worse. She was pretty good. Like once she let. um, Decided she wanted to leave. Oh, no. Who's the, the youngest kid? Playing on his name right now. The little black kid? Yeah, what's his name? Little well, she black let kid. Him get cocaine. Like, completely inexcusable. Like, you know what I do for a living. <laughs> like, there's no excuse. She was so responsible for so long and then just snapped. And you know what? In my mind, she was worse than Frank in that moment. Because Frank has uh, issues. I it think Frank has fried his brain at such a point. Yeah. He's almost. He's broken. He can't be, in, he can't be held accountable. Like, yeah, he, he's broken, and he knows he's broken, and he's, he no one would rely on him because you understand he's a mess. Like, I really like when someone said, oh, I didn't know you were gay because he was giving people blowjobs in the bathroom for money. He goes, I am what I have to be. Like, he's just a mess. 
of a person. Not that being gay is a mess, but more true. No, he's just a true addict. He's just like, yeah, he's an addict. He just has to be on drugs. It's getting and his drunk fix. And to where Fiona, I feel like, just used it as an excuse at times to make bad she, decisions. She, yeah, she, she was in control of her actions. She chose to be a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Although and I used to get upset with Lip too. Lip, because he no had no one, no one. He's so naturally gifted. He is like Josh Gordon in the NFL. But he became Frank. Became Frank. Became his daddy. Although I was watching part of the last season, which I didn't realize was the last season when it popped on on my YouTube TV. He's trying to make a turn. He, he was like building a house with his wife. What was the g- the gay brother's name? I don't know. I, just ca- I always called him Red. The redhead guy, yeah. He, uh... Oh yeah, I thought it was neat how they showed his bipolar, and they did an accurate representation of what it's like to be bipolar. Because everyone always throws that around. I'm bipolar. I'm bipolar because they're moody. It's very different things. The manic state and the depressive state, very different. Very different. It's not up and down in one day. It's like I'm not getting out of bed for, you know, days. Yeah, days. And then I'm gonna. The manic state's actually when they're. You know, everyone's worried about their depression state, but it's actually most dangerous in their, their manic state because they're out there doing crazy stuff. Yeah, they're just riding. Like that's l- when you do drugs. That's yeah. when you take risks taking behavior. Imagine, imagine a meth addict peak of high. That's how a lot of. Yeah. That's also when they also had the, the big snap, usually when then. Um, and then the, the little brother who went in the gang and then Carl. he went to jail. Love Carl. I love Carl. Now he's a cop. <laughs> of course. He, like, saves the neighborhood. Which would never, like, that would never, no. <laughs> You're like a the felon. Neighbor, the neighbor, uh. Oh, yeah. Not Viv, the guy. Right. I was to call him Van because he was on Reba. Reba. <laughs> <laughs> a single mom who works two jobs, loves her kids, and never stops. If you didn't jam out to that when you were, like, ten. I. And feel like you related to that divorced mom. I watched every <laughs> episode of that on Lifetime. I watched it on the CW. Huge Reba fan. Oh, yeah. It, I mean, it's so relatable when you're 10 years old to look at the divorced mom who got cheated. <laughs> it's I'm a, I'm a child from a broken home. I get it. And, um, oh, that's good Cheyenne stuff. was so hot. And, uh, the redheaded sister she, who disappeared because she actually had like a major eating disorder and was committed a couple times. Um, My, uh, I love Van. He's... That like yep. if we're talking about like top ten in my characters of favorites, Van is gonna be on that list just because like he would always do whatever it took. Number one, not my favorite show, but number one character, probably Peter Griffin. Yeah. I, he just he just gets me. Like not like not like uh, in a way that like he understands me or that I understand him, but just like everything he does is so funny to me. Like, even if something as stupid as, like, when he tries to get a frog out of a window and it takes him three minutes. <laughs> I, uh, I remember my dad laughing his ass off for several minutes the first time the, <laughs> ah, when he hit his shin. Oh, there's infinite. The chicken fight. And he, he does meth in Stewie's room and he goes, why is there no hole in this wall? <laughs> Just punch like this. Or, like, when he, he goes and buys the horse. There's an episode where he a horse. Like he's done so much stuff. It's just an absolute mess. And I, I love when they make they poke fun at 
fun of themselves at times too, where they like he goes and they're like like they go to a farm and they do the Breaking Bad episode, and the guy's like, "What are you doing? I live here." He goes, "Oh, did Fox not call you? Usually I just do stuff, and then they pay for it." <laughs> it's so funny to me. I uh, I would like to watch more cartoons because it's all cartoons. It's like like F is for Family. Rick and Morty's fantastic. I was that's why I was ramping up to ask you that's because you because you love Family Guy. Uh, a lot of people don't correlate. No, Rick and Morty is one of my favorite shows of all time, if not my favorite show. Uh, I haven't seen season five yet, but the first three I seasons I have watched. I've watched the first three seasons multiple times. It seems like a show that's way smarter than it is. It's really not, but it is just so well done. I do hate that Rick doesn't burp near as much as he used to because I loved it. Come to find out that it was given ulcers to Justin Rowland, but I love the random ass burps of Rick. I just I can't help it. Season five is fantastic. I'm excited to watch it. Season four had me a little worried that it was going to start to go downhill. But season five, absolutely fantastic. That's e- what Every episode was just amazing. I only watched a couple episodes of season four. I was like, oh, shit's going to fall off. No, season five was great. Season four, they had to deal with the pandemic, so we got to come on with Slack. I should. I mean, I'm going to watch it. Oh, season five, though, is it's just fantastic. Uh, Nicole, Nicole, if I turn on a cartoon or something that I like, even a kid's cartoon with Jax around, and I'll put on, like, Sanjay and Craig. That's an awesome fucking kid's cartoon because it's very much slightly less adult than Beavis and Butthead because there's no cussing in it. Mm-hmm. But it is gross. A lot of boogers. They love chicken wings. Sanjay and Craig's a fucking... That's my f- that's my favorite kid's cartoon as an adult. More than SpongeBob, more than Rugrats. Doug. Hey, Arnold. Sanjay and Craig. I'll watch I'll watch Rick and Morty. Is season five done? Yes. How many episodes was it? Ten. Eight? Ten. Mm. Who else do I fucking hate? The the last one, and that was just because uh it was right going through puberty. It was Percy from the Green Mile, the one that didn't dry the sponge. Do you ever see the Green Mile? I have not seen should. Tom Hanks is great. Um, he is great, but he is no Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah, he... Don't he you put that evil <laughs> on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't you put that evil on yeah, me. Uh, he is fucking phenomenal as John Coffey in that movie. Like, that a movie that'll make you cry. My grandma and dad both watched that the first time I was there and watched them both ball. It's really good. Um, Percy's a piece of shit. So I'm not. I, you know, I won't even spoil it. I know that movie came out fucking 14 years ago or so. That's one of the best written movies probably of all time. And Stephen King, right? Yep. There's also uh, John Coffey, who Michael Clark Duncan, in there. Excuse me. Is based on a real person who was wrongly accused and convicted and put to death. Like twenty six years old, and there's an innocent little black kid in the nineteen uh, twenties or something. It's <laughs> shit. Kind has not been time has not been kind to black people over the, the history. It's like man, 
I can't believe it. Well, well that's always we're so good. blessed to be white in Florida. It is so much like people always say, oh, if you get back to any time period, what would you get back to? That's not a fun activity if you're not white. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, not backward. Yeah. <laughs> Am I born? Nothing like, before 1980 for sure. <laughs> like, hard no to anything before 1980. With my look, I'd go back before 1980 and then I'd have sex with someone who just give me AIDS and I'd get gay-related infectious disease and die. I mean, if you get back to, like, the 50s, you can just beat your wife. I can do that now. <laughs> Legally. <laughs> right. Uh, as a white male in his 30s, if I can go back to, to any time, I can literally go back to any point in history and be pretty elite. Yeah, as long as you're not Jewish. I'm white. I'm not Jewish. Well, I mean, like, even religious Jewish. Yeah. Like, you gotta be. Hey, the Irish had it rough for a little bit. Not very long, but a little bit. Oh, speaking of uh, congratulations to the Irish community who just reached. They just surpassed the uh, population from the potato famine. Wow. It was hundreds of years ago. They just surpassed. Here's a trivia question for you. Which country has the most redheaded people? United States? No. It's not Ireland either. It wouldn't be a fun Scotland? Nope. Mexico. Russia. Mexico. (laughs) I thought thought you were really trying to throw me off. Russia. Russia. Which which is fine, but it's just not what you think of. You always think of, like, Ireland is the answer you want to say. Right? Like, you want to say Ireland and then Scotland. You want to hit those up real hard. Because so many many of the population escaped. There's just so many people in Russia, I think. Comparatively to Ireland. Yeah, I think Ireland's at like 19 million people total. Just blame it on Chernobyl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so what I wanted to talk about, um, as a Bears fan, you'd probably... I, we meet so many people in Florida who are Steelers fans. Like, you are one of probably like... Oh, I'm not original. Like, like 100 people that have moved here that I know and are Steelers fans. Good morning football. Four people on it. All four at some point were Bears fans, except Nate Burles, who is a former Viking. But Kyle Brandt, Bears fan. Kay Adams, born and raised in Chicago, now a fan of another team. I forgot. Carlson was also a Lion. So it's yeah, in that same division. That's true. And Peter Schrager was a writer for The Athletic, for um, NFL.com. And then a couple other things. But they're all Bears fans. So every every morning from 7 to 10, I get to listen to a bunch of Bears fans talking on national televised radio. Um, everyone talks about letting Justin Fields grow. And I understand that. I respect it. He laid out a, a like a minute and a half case of why that is such old fucking thinking. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. So... Here, why don't you look here? Let's come right here. I don't, I don't think it'll extend that far. But I think it's pretty close. There you go. Throw those on. So Kyle Brandt did. Let me share it for people to listen. Here's to. my problem with this. Nagy knows more about quarterbacks than most people in the world. He knows more about this situation than everyone in the world. I can't tell him what to do, mm-hmm. but 
I'm really done with some of the storylines that were getting screamed and bellowed on national TV last night by some people I really respect. We need to move on from this. You have to take them and wait. And people are still talking about Aaron Rodgers waited. It was 16 years ago. There's still Tom Brady waited 21 years ago. Patrick Mahomes waited. Patrick Mahomes would win just fine. I, I'm actually starting to think the Chiefs might have cost himself a Super Bowl run by benching him that year. I'm not even kidding. I like that. You thing. can bring up those names. That's fine. Bring them up. But just don't forget there is a whole other species of names in this Justin Fields thing that I'd like to bring up right now. Thomas mentioned in one of them this segment. Roll it. What do you say to these guys, everyone who's saying Rodgers, Mahomes? You're going to bench Cam Newton as a rookie? It would have been ridiculous. It would have been, he was a sensation. Jimmy Clausen there. Jimmy, you were going to start Jimmy Clausen? No. Russell Wilson, right out of the gate. But you got to wait. No. Russell Wilson had it. You play him. Deshaun Watson had to wait a half to get on. Stupidest half the Texans have ever had to not play Deshaun Watson. You want another one? How about this maniac last year? Best rookie season by a quarterback ever. Only got on the field because of a crazy medical mishap. We don't know what would have happened. And now you're going to say you have to wait Justin Fields? I think you have one of those guys. Because Justin Fields is not small program. Didn't play. Opted. He played the biggest college football you could play. He dominated in every category. Best competition you could play. He was teammates with Chase Young and played against him in practice. And yet he sits. And we got Trey Lance playing. We got Lawrence. We got Wilson out of BYU is starting in the New York media market. And this guy can't play. Why do they get to play with their toys and the Bears don't? I'm waiting for a reason, and I haven't heard one. I think you're messing this up, and I think you're sitting Cam Newton and Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson, and I think you got to let them go. Yeah. He extends his uh, coaching career by a season because he wants to have that in his back pocket so he gets next year. They can have whatever record they want this year, and then he gets another year to piece things together around fields for next year. That very well could be it. But his arguments there really spread like wildfire on a bunch of other shows. And they're like, well, well Peyton started right away, and he was terrible his rookie he year. He led the league in interceptions, yeah, I think, his rookie still year. Uh, Rossberger started his rookie year. Went 14-0. and 0. Yeah, Deshaun made it one half when Tom Savage started, and it was in, uh, embarrassing. I mean, you th- and you think about most quarterbacks nowadays, they just start right away. Because you, you have it or they don't. I don't. If your quarterback is not mentally tough enough to suck for a year and be bad and then come back from that, they're not what you want anyway. Like, you think it would have broke Tom if Tom would have had some losing seasons? No. He's m- too mentally tough. Peyton was too mentally tough. Was Tom a rookie? No. Or was it his no. second year? Third he year? Bledsoe went down. I don't know when that was. I think it was second year. I think it was the second year. But what I'm saying is, like, but if he also wasn't a first-round like pick. People he was say that with Daniel Jones. They say that, you know, by being on a bad team and going right away, it broke him mentally. If it can break you... You weren't strong enough to You weren't strong enough to win Super Bowls. You couldn't play playoff games. It reminds me of uh, Rodney Hood <laughs> in the NBA, who came out and said when he got traded to the Cavs and played LeBron, that he goes, playing with LeBron is hard because you're expected to win, and I don't like that pressure. Like, okay, I don't ever want you on my NBA team. It's like playing for Jordan. And everyone has said, oh, yeah, Jordan's an asshole. And he goes, yeah, because I have to be. Because like I'm the best guy on the court, and I'm going to make you practice to my level, not you your level. Perform, when you're expected to win, you're not going to win. <laughs> like, that's just terrible. Let's just be okay with losing. Yeah, it's messed up. I don't think Danny Dimes has it. 
He played at Duke. He's he not never that good. He, he was average at Duke. And you get to go to the number one market in all of football. I'm just glad we're finally getting past the stupid measurable stuff. Where a quarterback has to be six foot five and That's like, true. Like we're getting past it. Like with Drew Brees, that's why he slept. And then with Russell Wilson, that's why he slept. And then after a while they're like, All right, Russell's doing it. Drew's doing it. And then they accepted it and took Kyler early. And Kyler looks great. Although like, l- look at Baker. He's in his fourth year. He's just now getting to above average. Yeah. And it I mean maybe But it he might not have had it either. He played in a great system in college, so he could be a system quarterback who's just taking longer to adapt. Russ, though, Russ was a fucking winner. Russ is awesome. I got to watch him his senior year play for Wisconsin. And the first the first game I got to see him play, who was like, he's like a redshirt senior. His first game was like, oh, he's he's that guy. Oh, he's awesome. Because like the the Packers have just they they they're a lineman college and a running back college. Then they had a quarterback, and it was like, oh, so this is a pro quarterback. We've gotten to watch a bunch of college quarterbacks. It pops out at you when you see someone that good play. I don't know how, how anyone could let – Russ didn't get drafted until, what, the third round by the Seahawks? Yeah, third round. Height. Height, yeah, what, it was five, it's height. five, nine, five, ten. And it's not completely out of. It's not completely gone. DK Metcalf was a second round pick because he had too much muscle mass to play wide receiver. That, that was true. the knock on him. He had too much muscle mass. He was too strong to play wide receiver. That sounds so stupid. Like, what, say it out loud. It sounds so stupid. He's too strong. Like, he's still fast. He's not even like a slow. He's strong not. Guy. No, he's a fast. He's still like a four, three, no, six yeah, guy or there, something. Oh, that's the thing. It's, it's speeds a strength. It's not even like he's like, oh, he's a strong and slow guy. No, he was just stupid fast and super strong, but they were like, he's too strong. He can't play. Yeah, they, they thought receiver. the what? muscle would tear up his body, just tear up his bones. Yeah, so stupid. Like It's like, okay, LeBron's been fine. <laughs> like Fucking LeBron. That's true. He was built like he was built like an Adonis in yeah, high school. And his muscles are fine. Like, it's just like how you take care of them. It's not really about just the size. Like... Arnold Schwarzenegger is still puttering around somewhere. <laughs> like, yeah, Sylvester Stallone, he's gotten bigger every year. That is insane. Yeah. And it's just one of those things. I, I don't know. I, I just think it would, it's stupid when you get these hard, fast rules in your head it, with drafting based on a physical acumen. Uh, yeah, uh, prototype. Oh, you'll hear things like his hands are too small or something. And it's like, that's your knock on the guy? Like, everything else is perfect, but he has small hands. <laughs> Can't have him. Like that kind of stuff just sounds so stupid to me. I'm trying to think, I am. Oh, you can't see over the lineman. What? <laughs> are you standing? How what, often are they standing in the perfect line? You, what year is it? Also, you're under center taking the snap and then not dropping back at all, just <laughs> just standing right behind them. Yeah, yeah. Say. So <laughs> I'm surprised the stigma. And all, left. You, and all of your receivers are going to run in front of the offensive line and then run straight. So they're completely <laughs> invisible to you. It's four seams directly <laughs> from the tackle box. They're not going to be 30 yards upfield in a different spray. So dumb. It is crazy how long that stigma lasted considering how many years did Drew Brees lead the NFL in passing yards? Like oh, He was just seen as the exception for a long time. They were like, he's the exception, not the rule. And then Russell Wilson was when they went, wait a minute. 
Another guy did it. Maybe you can just do this. Like, yeah. You don't have to be 6'8". You don't have to be, like, seeing over your offensive line. That's just a weird thing that you're going with. Yeah, look, Brock Osweiler had a job for years because he was so – he was the, the prototype. Quarterback. Six, six, seven. He's the guy you build the lab. You know who's not a stereotypical quarterback? Tom Brady. He's won a lot of Super Bowls. That dude is the least athletic quarterback of all time. Yeah. He still has the slowest 40 time in the history of the combine. And the worst vertical. And uh, the most rings. So, <laughs> saying it's like – Still nailing it. Yeah. It's, it, quarterback is so much mental – over the physical. So if you have a guy who you interview and he has it and he has the tools, don't let oh his his big toe sits on top of his ring toe. Like get out of here. Just draft the guy. I do know I will never have Tom Brady's confidence. Like you say you said the story last week when he walked up to Robert Kraft. Probably the best draft. Mm-hmm. The best draft decision you've ever made. Or the best player you've ever drafted. Well, and the last like Three times in the Super Bowl, they said, what's your favorite ring? And every single time he goes, the next one. Like, My favorite clip of him is still when they asked who his hero was. And he pauses and he breaks down a little bit. And my dad, my dad's my hero. That one, that one gets me every time. My favorite clip is when he got off the boat in Tampa. <laughs> that, uh, I'm telling you, Tampa Tom is the Tom that, that I love. couldn't stand that's my Tom Brady. All right, so we made it two hours. Well, uh, I think we're going to watch some football. And uh, we made our picks. Uh, again, this we up. Another, we got another board bet up there. Yeah, we got another board bet. Oof. Trey Lance doesn't start until week nine. It's a wash. Under week nine goes to Zach. Over week nine goes to me. Yards between uh, Daenerys, what's his name? Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson and uh, A-Rob. Whoever leads in that one. So uh, we're going to need another bet by the end of the season because you can't have two bets because then it's – Oh, no, I mean, hope, I mean we'll find we might be able to get one a week. We'll see. It's just where we get little disagreements about things. So uh, week two, I've got Chicago, Washington, New England, Denver, Buffalo, Philly. The Rams, Raiders, Cleveland, New Orleans, uh, Bucks, Arizona, Chargers, Seattle, Kansas City, and Green Bay. Zach, Chicago, Washington, New England, Denver, Buffalo. We chose the 49ers. Uh, Rams, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, the Panthers, Bucks, Arizona, Chargers, Titans, Chiefs, Packers. Again, uh, RIP Norm McDonald. You don't see too often that celebrities to keep their diagnoses quiet and everything like that. The, the silent battle is an, is an impressive one. You got some SNL gold. It's been the on-call pod. It's a really probably going to have to change the name of this because it's like Mike vs. Zach. It's like the MVZ. That's what I've put on YouTube. We'll, fi- we'll find something. We're gonna clearly not nursing. Clearly not on-call. This is We'll come up with a something because if we're going to do it, football is only for five months long, five months a year. So we'll have to carry it on some way. We, we'll figure it out. We'll get there. Come up with a name. But it's been the On Call Pod. Say good night, buddy. All right. Good night, guys.
Thanks for listening to the On Call Podcast. Streamed and bellowed us out on Twitter TV last night by some people on I really call was... Pod. Interested in being a sponsor or want to be on the show? Drop us an email at oncallpod at gmail.com. For more info, go to oncallpod.com.